Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am joined by an amazing woman, Andrena Sucre. She is a dentist from Venezuela, got her oral surgery and oral pathology degree in Colombia, and she is now a practicing hygienist in the United States. Welcome, my friend. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. How are you doing? I have an amazing day. Lovely weather here. Luckily, the hurricane did, did not hit the East Coast, Miami. So, but still, in my thoughts are the people from the North, from the Gulf and the West Coast. Those areas has been hit really, really, really bad last night. Yeah, we've, we've got some friends down there that we're staying in touch with. So it's just a, a trying time in so, so many ways. But talking about some good things, we met through a mutual friend. I believe that you did some work with Amber Lovatos and an article. And then you and I met and you started writing content for RDH magazine on pathology of the tongue. Um, Tell me a little bit about why that was the first place you wanted to focus was the tongue. The tongue, because as I say in my article, the tongue for me, everything for me is food related. I, I'm such a big foodie. So my early memories are linked to whatever my grandma, my mom, my now husband make me. So I have this such deep connection with food. So for me to think that anything could like disrupt this mm-hmm. balance and does not allow you to really taste and savor the good things in life for me, at least for me. So that's why I decided to start talking about the tongue. And also because my, when I got into pathology, in oral pathology, into oral pathology, unfortunately, the first like really sad case of oral cancer was tongue related. So that's when I came, that that was like my big (gasps) aha moment, you know, because in many cases, even though the tongue is so big, we tend to overlook it. Dentist and dental hygienist in many cases. So I was like, okay, there's something going on in here and we need to create like a conscience about the importance of really, really, really understanding how a really healthy tongue should look like, how to create awareness without like turning on a lot of red lights into our patients because they, the people tend to be like super, you know, scared about anything. When people, patients here in the United States, in Venezuela, in Colombia, anywhere in the world, they go to your practice when they sit down on our chair, a hundred percent is scared. Yeah. They are like super scared. Yeah. The thing I hear the most is like, I don't like coming here. But 
when they see that you're kind and that you're focusing more, not even to, not only in their teeth and gums, but like their overall health, they open, they feel more confident. So that's, that's basically the reason why I decided to go that pursue way. Pursue my oral pathology and the tongue. Yeah. And, and for our listeners, the articles were both, it was a two-part series, very, very informative, both in the January and the March issues of RDH magazine. And then through this relationship of us getting to know each other, you were actually selected and lectured at RDH Under One Roof this year. A huge hit. You actually spoke on a mouthful, a differential diagnosis for periodontal pathologies. How was that experience? It was amazing. It was (laughs) more than I could ask for. I remember when I got that email that it was accepted, I submitted Funny thing, I submitted my abstracts at the very last minute. Yep. I remember I was like super chilling in my living room and I was like, yes, I'm going to submit it because Amber told me so to, to submit the abstract. So yes. I click hit and I completely forgot about that. And I was on my way back home from my office and I got the email and I was like, okay, wait a second. Wait, am I, I reading this correctly? So I, the first thing I did was take a screenshot, send it to Amber. And she was, oh my gosh, Andra, I'm super excited, amiga, for you. Then I said it to my husband and my mom, and they were like, we do not understand. What are you saying? That you were accepted? And it was, yes, it seems like. So moving from that feeling, again, the level of preparation that I noticed that you guys have, the dental hygienist community has here in the United States is Huge. I mean, I was not prepared to receive that really good feedback, one, and then to see those amazing presentations. So Mm -hmm. my presentation wasn't the last day. So I was really, really, I barely slept. I was super anxious about it because the level of all the presentations was so high that I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to screw it. I'm going to screw it. I'm going to screw it. Everybody's <laughs> going to hate me. I'm going to do so bad. <laughs> and you didn't. You did a great I did job. Not. I, I did not. I did not. I did not. Yeah. My support system like make a really good job and they were like, okay, believe in yourself. And I did believe in myself. But again, for anyone who is selected for next year, prepare because the level is super high. It's super. Well, and, you know, there are not a lot of individuals that speak on pathology at the level you do because you do have the dental training and you brought that to us here in the U.S., so we're thankful. But you see this training and your path of pathology actually as a blessing because you've been able to take all of this knowledge and go in a new direction with it. Tell me a little bit about how you see this as a blessing. It is definitely a blessing. And I'm going to mention two things. First, I'm a firm believer that anything you do in life, anything you learn, is going to have a purpose. You don't know when, but it's somewhere along your lifetime. So I got into pathology because I wanted to do oral surgery. And pathology was just like an add-on. I was like, eh. But then when I, while I was studying oral pathology, I fall in love with it. 
when I moved here, I was like, okay, I'm going to miss the oral pathology and the oral surgery. Mm-hmm. I, when I got involved in the lectures in here, I was, there's a potential in here to highlight the, important, the, important, the importance of one, that I was used to work in the consequences of not oral good oral hygiene habits. And now I'm allowed to work on the other side, which is the prevention. Okay. The preventive dentistry of doing screenings and doing all that amazing job that is going to save so much lives. If we're talking about specifically about oral pathology and two, if we're talking about periodontal disease. So now I feel like I'm super, super blessed because I get to integrate my love for speaking, for communicating, and for oral pathology here in the States. So I do really hope that every single day I am going to be able to do a better job and to be a better, more skilled communicator of the importance of do not being afraid of oral pathology. Yeah. Because that's the other thing I have come to realize. A lot of people is kind of afraid when you notice that something is not like, mm, doesn't click in the oral ca- cavity, you get afraid because you don't, in many cases, you don't know how to communicate. So again, do not be afraid. A lot, we, a lot of people is here and you can, the more you ask and share and ask the proper questions, it's going to be the easier for you to communicate that question, big question mark that you may have with your dental team. I don't know if yeah. I'm making myself clear. Oh, yeah, you're making yourself but, very clear. And it, it is a, a blessing for you to be on the side where you saw the sadness and the disease in progress. And now we as a hygiene community are fortunate to have you as a hygienist Thank with you. us here in the U.S. that can make us aware of all of these different things we should be looking for and and how to communicate with the patient without being honest, but also directing them through fear. So, of course, we knew that this 10 minutes was going to go really, really fast, and <laughs> which it always does, but <laughs> that is why our listeners like this, and this is a popular podcast because they are short and sweet and to the point, and we provide valuable information. If there was one word of advice or anything you would provide our dental hygiene listeners about screening for oral cancers, what would that one little piece of advice be? Hard question, I know. No, it is a hard question. One, know how to do a really good oral cancer screening. Look for it on YouTube. You can check on my Instagram at the RDH. Say that Susan one more time. Ha- what what is your at at the patho rdh at the patho rdh exactly yeah okay so you can look at my Instagram there are amazing amazing dental hygienists who also have amazing information about how to do oral cancer screening so know your technique feel confident if it's gonna take you five minutes the first time. That's okay. If the, the more you do it, the faster and the more efficient you're going to be 
when you're doing your oral cancer screening. And then the patients are really going to appreciate that. You have no idea how many times a day I have patients that tell me, no one has ever done this to me before. So understand the oral cavity. You know the knowledge. You just need to polish it a little bit more. And that's pretty much it. But you got the power. I just want people to feel empowered. And I'm here for you. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, send me a message. Um, I'm here. There you go. Well, to our listeners, thank you so much. Once again, uh, emphasizing those oral cancer screenings, taking the opportunity to possibly save someone's life or help them diagnose something in earlier stages rather than later stages. Once again, Adrena, thank you so, so much for spending some time with us today. To our listeners, look for her in RDH Magazine, and hopefully we will see her at Under One Roof again here sometime soon. Everybody, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Everybody take care. Have a great day for our friends and Bye family time. in Florida. We're uh, sending prayers and hope everybody is safe. Thank you once again, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time. Oh, oh, oh.